0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The explanation in the second article by Martin Luther in the Small Catechism has been argued as one of the most beautiful pieces of the Gospel or summaries of the Gospel in all of Lutheran literature, perhaps in all of Christian literature. At the heart of that explanation is a very simple yet very profound statement. It is one statement, one sentence. I believe that Jesus is my Lord. The catechism scholar Albert Pater suggested that those three words ring out like a bell being struck three times, is my Lord. Now, the language of Lord or Lordship is not all that common in our culture anymore. About the only time I've run across it in recent years to any great extent was in one of the finest pieces or works of fiction ever written, and one of the best movies ever made, Lord of the Rings. But exactly what does it mean to say Jesus is Lord? Well, perhaps at its simplest, it's to say this. He rules. Jesus rules. But to add on to that, and more importantly, he rules as creator and redeemer. The formula of Concord describes Jesus numerous times. Jesus, our creator and our redeemer. That's what it means that he is Lord. He rules as creator and redeemer. So this man, this Jesus, this fellow human creature, this fellow brother, is at the same time the one who created all things, including us. And the one who created all things is the very one who walked on this earth, empathized with us, went hungry, did not know the day and the time of the end. This is the Lord. But we don't only say that Jesus is Lord. More importantly, we say Jesus is my Lord. Or in the large catechism, it's put this way. He has become my Lord. Now for Luther, Lord simply means the same as deliverer or redeemer. For him, there was a sense that outside of Jesus, there is no Lord. We have no Lord. Outside of Jesus, what we have are tyrants, wardens, and jailers. But they are not lords, because they enslave. They enslave by addicting us to sin, whether it's greed or whether it's coveting, which in turn leads to discontentment. A few years ago, a musical, what (coughs) the musical named Evita was about Evita Peron, who rose from the ranks of a worker to become, I think, the First Lady of Argentina. And she, and all the wealth and prestige that went with it. In the famous song, Don't Cry For Me Argentina, there is this line where she says, about riches and wealth, they are illusions, they are not the solutions they promised to be. Instead, they enslave. For Luther, a Lord is one in the 16th century, especially who is responsible for his subjects, his citizens, and if a citizen is kidnapped, it's the Lord's responsibility to redeem them, to deliver them, to return them, to reclaim them. And so the one who created us is the same one who would not let us go. The one who created us is the one who rescued us who redeemed us, brought us back from death to life, unrighteousness to righteousness, brought us back from Satan to God. He has become my Lord. That is, he has taken me under his care and protection. <laughs> now, there are times when I'm tempted to think of a Lord, maybe as an analogy, a rescuer. We think of first responders, by whom we're going to be commemorating tomorrow. But then, as I thought about it, while there are parallels that first responders are those who rescue people from death, whether it's fire or drowning, the problem is that the relationship ends with the rescue. Well, there might be a letter of thank you, and, but the first responders' responsibility ends with the rescue. Not so with Lord. Not only does Jesus rescue us from the power and enslavement of sin, death, and the devil, But he does it in order that we might be his own. In other words, he continues to take responsibility for us by caring for us, protecting us, and looking after us. That I might be his own, we need to belong to someone. I was watching a show last night where a person on the backstage was watching a singer and said, that's my best friend. Actually, the word was, I'm their best friend. There was a connection there, an identification. Watching the throngs of people longing to touch the Pope here in America, Pope Francis, or to take a selfie with him, to be identified with him, a sense of belonging, which gives identity. Well, for you and I, we belong to Jesus. He claimed us as his own, reclaimed us as his own, and we are now his. And as such, we live under him in his kingdom, a gracious kingdom, a kingdom where he rules by providing us with his gifts, and we serve him. We serve him by reflecting his own dominion as his stewards of this creation and this life. So there's a lot there in that one little sentence. I believe that Jesus is my Lord, my creator and my redeemer now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.